0: Welcome to Hive Mind, the weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. I'm Meg Walter, in studio today with Nick Morley and Eli McCann. Hey, fellas. Good to be back. Why don't you tell me what you've been watching?
1: Mm. Nick, you go. We haven't seen you in a while. That's true. Yeah. Stupid work. Mm. Should be
2: podcasting. Mm Full time.
0: If only that could be our careers. We're just sitting here... 40 hours a week
1: oh and mm-hmm. just complain oh my I mean, gosh we talk
0: about everything we've ever watched
1: <laughs> we provide a lot of value so i don't know why people aren't paying why us society millions of dollars isn't for recognizing this. our <laughs> worth come on oh <laughs> uh, one day anyways recently
2: i've kind of gotten over the murder flicks. i'm kind of done with it wow yeah that took a while i know i was on it for a long time <laughs> I joined every other white girl in America that was just Uh obsessing over serial killers. (laughs) Like Um, like Meg. uh,
0: (laughs) Freaking love Uh murder.
2: But gotten into this series on Netflix that goes over different decades that CNN did and (laughs) Tom Hanks did. Yep. I just binged all of that. You did? Mm -hmm. Oh, holy crap. Okay, I just started with the 2000s and I'm three episodes in, so I've really only watched like the platinum age of television is what Mm -hmm. they called it. But it was really fun to look back on shows that I've watched and like they showed like clips of the finales and they had people from Hollywood Reporter go on and like give their take about it and it was cool to just have a little nostalgia mm, so no
0: it's about just like media from the different decades? and
2: news and politics okay. and it just covers the biggest moments throughout that decade and they just have really smart
1: people yeah. talking about it. would it's you agree produced by Tom Hanks yeah Do you remember like VH1's I Love the 80s? (laughs) Of course I do. Mo This is like the more grown-up version of that. Okay. Um, And except that each episode, so each season is like a decade. So there's a decade for the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. And each episode takes on a different topic. So there will be an episode that is TV of the 90s. And then they do a whole long episode about that. The next episode is Politics of the 90s. And they start back over from 1990 and move through that. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's really good. Every decade. So I binged every decade. They're all equally wonderful. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. I just don't know if like
2: the 70s and 80s ones will be as meaningful to me since I was like, like I've consumed a lot of that media, but like I didn't like live through it. So I'm excited to see how I respond.
0: Yeah, Yeah. keep us updated. (laughs) Results
1: will come. Thanks. (laughs) Can't wait. And that's about it.
0: Okay. Eli, what have you been watching?
1: I have to talk about. The comeback season finale, series finale. Oh, my gosh. Look, Meg told me to watch this months and months ago. I finally got around to it. It's Lisa Kudrow. I've talked about it a little bit on this podcast. It's a wonderful show. It's HBO. Lisa Kudrow is fantastic in it. Pretty much everybody's fantastic in it. But last week, I watched the series finale. There are only two seasons. It is, hands down, the best series finale I have ever seen. Have you watched this? No, not yet. I texted Meg and I was like, I just cried for 20 minutes. And it's a comedy. Yeah. The whole time I was watching this series finale, I was just like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Like they did everything that you want a series finale to do. Hmm. The performances were phenomenal. Like the storylines were really, really compelling by that point. It wrapped it up like perfectly. I am telling you, it is worth watching this show just so that you can have that experience.
0: They may do another season.
1: I know, I've heard, And I keep calling it series finale. This show is, it's kind of a funny thing. There was a nine-year gap between seasons one and season two, and season two was released in like 2014, and I read something from the writers, and they're like, yeah, maybe we'll do a season three sometime. Like, they're just, they're not on any kind of It's HBO.
0: That's yeah. why uh, uh, <laughs> Caribbean Enthusiasm can take like a seven-year break. Right. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, and Veep is like on a year and a half break now. Mm-hmm. They're finally coming back. Yeah. Final season. Thank
0: goodness. Thank goodness. I'm going to be so happy.
1: I am almost done with the newest season of The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
0: Oh, yeah. What do you think?
1: It gets a little zanier each season, so it's losing me a little bit more each season. It's still worth watching. The jokes are still really funny. Titus Andromedon is still one of the best things that has ever happened to television. Yeah. And I think I like all of the people in it, with the exception of What's-Her-Name, who neither of us like, the lamb lady.
0: Oh, Carol Kane. Isn't that her name?
1: I don't know her real name, but. She's gotten real old to yep. me. I'm kind of done with that. But it's a weird show. I don't know. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is like 30 Rock on crack to me.
0: Yeah. 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 I'd agree with that. Yeah. To the point where it loses you.
1: A little bit. Yeah. And then um, I'm up to date on Schitt's Creek. The new season is airing right now in Canada. I actually pay for this television show. I like it that oh, much. I do, too. I'll tell you, I think that this season is better than the last season. I really love everybody in that show. And it seems like it's doing pretty well still. People are still kind of talking about it. It's I actually getting feel some like buzz. it's
0: picking up steam. Mm-hmm. Like more people are finding it. Good for
1: them. It's a great show to binge. You can find the first four seasons on Netflix. And so if you have not given yourself that joy yet, the joy of seeing Katherine O'Hara play Moira Rose in one of the funniest shows that's on TV right now you should cancel your job for a little while and go watch this.
0: Absolutely. Worth it.
1: Yeah. And then the last thing I just have to say, I watched Vice (laughs) because it was the last Best Picture nominee that I had not seen until yesterday, a few hours before the Oscars. I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch it. And so I, I did. There are not words in the English language to adequately describe how much I hate that film and everyone who's in it. And I was ashamed of Steve Carell.
0: That film made me a Republican. <laughs>
1: it's so, <laughs> so stupid.
0: Vice ended and I was like, I have more sympathy for Dick Cheney yeah. now than I did prior to watching this if, movie. If
1: the people who made this film, if these are the kind of people that he's had to deal with, then yeah, I, th- I think I'm on his side. He,
0: the film pretty much <laughs> insinuates that he alone is responsible for global warming,
1: uh-huh.
0: all school shooting, <laughs> <laughs> The current political climate in America, mm-hmm. they're placing a lot of blame on this guy's shoulders. I'm like, mm.
1: oh, the dialogue is so gaggy. It's and-
0: bad. The script is oh bad. They God. do these really gimmicky things where you're like, nope, mm-hmm. no, you are wasting
1: my time. For example, the, the one that I was like screaming when it was on because it was so irate was they're at dinner ordering some food and the waiter comes out. Half of the stuff didn't even make sense. But the waiter comes out and he's like, our specials today are global warming, climate change. Would you like to add a little bit more fossil fuels to the atmosphere? And he says all these things as though they're like specials. And then Dick Cheney looks at the camera and says, we'll have them all. Yeah. And it's just like, you've Ugh. got to be kidding. It's like bad. It's like a parody of this kind of movie. And I don't understand how it got critical acclaim. It just does not make sense to me.
0: I also watch Vice because I too wanted to have seen every best picture nominee heading into last night's ceremony, which we'll get to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hated Vice. Mm-hmm. I mean... I hated Bohemian Rhapsody. I hated Vice more. Yes, it is dead last on my list, probably of every movie I saw last year, besides Little Italy. Did but we at least see Little... Jurassic
1: World last year?
0: Yeah, but at least that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that viewing experience was way more enjoyable than Vice, okay. where I was like, "Are these the people I'm aligned with?" Because I don't feel good about that. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched Green Book, which okay. Again, we'll get to this. My opinion of Green Book is it's fine. It's fine. Sure. <laughs> it has problems. Mm-hmm. If I was a black person, I would not like that movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Or if you were his family.
0: Or if I was Don Lee's family, I yeah. would be pissed. Yeah. I watched 30 minutes of Black Klansman at 1130 p.m., fell asleep. My Amazon rental ran out, so I never saw the last hour and a half. You saw the best part of the movie. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And also Lorena, which is on Amazon right now, about Lorena Bobbitt. Ooh. Is it the best thing I've ever seen? No. Am I going to keep watching just because the story's so interesting? Absolutely. Sweet. Okay. Check it out. Okay. Let's talk about the Academy Awards ceremony, which was last night. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about our favorite parts. I want to talk about the parts that have made us absolutely irate because I feel like there were some of both.
1: Okay. So we're going to start positive.
0: Let's start positive. Okay. Tina, Amy, and Maya, I want them to just
1: host the show.
0: Why aren't they just giving them tons of money to host the show? They should have just been the hosts. Yes. I was fine without hosts, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. It didn't bother me. I didn't
2: miss them. And I turned to you during the broadcast, and I was like, I don't know what a host could add to this. Yeah.
0: It went quicker. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. It was still long, but it was quicker than it has been in the past. They also took out the filler stuff that they sometimes leave in, which was. great. Great. Yes. As a mother to little children, I was like, the sooner we wrap this up, the better, Mm -hmm. because it's way past bedtime. So I appreciated that. What were some of the highs for you guys?
1: Olivia Coleman.
0: Is she just not?
1: Can can we have her host next year? Yeah,
0: I love her. So
2: Oscar speeches, the ones that really resonate with people are, first of all, she seemed legitimately shocked that she won, which is great, because I think a lot of the times they're very casual and they get up there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when people
0: ask why yeah. I don't like Anne Hathaway. <laughs> she didn't pull out a
2: list of people that yeah, she yeah. wasn't prepared for. She was completely she unprepared. She was so genuine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she was a mess. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. It's so much better than watching some producer get up there and do this for, like, the fifth time. It was just so much fun. And and at I, one
0: point, she just says Lady Gaga and points to Lady yeah. Gaga. <laughs> like, like, no oh, other words in that sentence. so weird.
1: great. Like, that was MVP speech for me when she said to her kids or something like i hope you're watching this because this won't be happening again yeah i scream laughed at the tv i was like yes (laughs) give me more of this
0: she's so great (laughs) and it was a big upset huge people thought it was going to be glenn close for sure okay Mm -hmm.
2: sweet glenn close yeah five times no statue Came so close. She's
0: not dead yet, though. I know. And hopefully, people will give her more roles
2: now, mm-hmm. seeing that
0: she's still very
2: good. Albert at what Nobbs 2 coming out next
1: year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe she'll get.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: <laughs> I was really grateful that. Lady Gaga did not win that award because I didn't want to do two Lady Gaga speeches in one night. I couldn't do it.
0: Okay, Okay, sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. Positive. We're being positive. I have to admit, Lady Gaga is an incredible live performer. Okay. Oh, she was great.
0: Here's what happened. I had to nurse a baby during that one, so I was in another room. I Mm -hmm. only heard it, and it sounded Mm -hmm. fine. Bradley Cooper's not like a phenomenal singer. They
1: should not have put him on the stage with her. She could have done that. No, no, no. I think that it
0: was great. I thought their chemistry. However, my favorite part was Twitter afterward talking about poor Bradley Cooper's wife, who was five feet away from that performance. Because
1: apparently Twitter doesn't understand what acting is.
0: I know, but I I saw all these tweets and I was just like,
1: yeah, they did a performance on a stage. Is she also mad about the movie? Uh, Whatever. Maybe. Lady Gaga's performance was was, incredible. She was great. And I don't like that song and I'm not a huge Lady Gaga fan. And so I was already preparing myself to just hate it. And about halfway through it, I was like, oh, my gosh. It was the best performance of the night. Yeah. I love my Bette Midler, but come on.
0: Well, they gave Bette Midler the worst song in Mary Poppins to sing.
1: Oh, I love all the songs. Of yeah, Mary but that Poppins.
0: one's kind of like a snooze.
1: Okay. Well, right? Yeah,
0: fine. We can find about it later. Yeah. All right. I also appreciated the Black Panther Production Awards. Okay. Because I think that movie was Beautiful. aesthetically yeah. very, very interesting. They got that
2: one right. And that was well-deserved.
0: Sure. And the woman who won for Production Design whose name, I think it's Hannah, she did the production design on Lemonade, the Beyonce's (laughs) Lemonade. So that girl knows what she's doing. And according to my husband, she came up with a 300-page style guide for Black Panther Hmm. of what Wakanda should look like, and like everything had to adhere to that style guide. Wow. Pretty impressive. That's nice. So I feel like that's a very well-deserved award. I also thought Bao for animated short Mm -hmm. was very deserving.
1: Absolutely. Rami Malek, they got that right, I thought. I know you don't love the movie. I didn't love the movie either, but of that list of people...
0: It was a rough list.
1: It was a rough list. Yeah. And he was good in that movie. His speech was good.
0: I don't remember it. Yeah. Which, I guess, I I remember the really good ones and the really bad ones. But I...
2: I mean, we'll get to the negatives, but I have a gripe with...
0: All right, let's get in. Do you have any more positives?
2: I want more John Mulaney. Oh, Oh, yeah. Let's have him host, too. Oh, and Melissa McCarthy and... Oh, Brian, my. Tyree, Henry, in the
1: costumes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that
0: they were was, great.
1: That was fantastic. Yeah,
0: Aquafina. Oh, great!
1: Awesome. I love more Aquafina. Yeah.
0: yeah, they did a good job of hiring people to present. For awards. sure.
1: Yeah, there were few awkward moments in the presentations. Yeah, yeah,
0: which is great. Barb was on kind of a mess oh she's always kind of a mess she comes out and she
1: just talks and half of what she says i'm like what are you trying to say she may have had a few yeah
0: she may have she cloned her dog
1: oh god bless. Well, there's her. that
0: yeah she's bless. just got tons of money so she's cloning her pets
1: now why not i would do that i would clone duncan if i had enough money
0: that's her yeah <laughs> All right. I think our well, do we want to start with the small gripes, or should we talk about the biggest gripe first? Uh,
1: no, let's let's save the biggest gripe. Let's save it for a okay. second. All right. I will say, Black Klansman. I've told you guys is that movie's kind of a mess. It was too bad because it's a fun story and the performances were really good in it when spike lee got up and gave his acceptance speech for whatever award that was and he spoke for 30 seconds and i did not understand what the hell he was saying i was like oh this makes sense like he did this movie and that's why the movie was a mess because he got up and he was just they bleeped out the first well the first bit of it
0: which apparently what he was saying was you better not turn the mother effing clock on yeah yeah yeah
1: but then he was just like Here I am, 2018, 1988, 40 years, nine, and the sky, but there's the award, yelling it out, power to the people. And it was just a minute of that, and I was just like, oh, well, this is exactly how the movie felt when I watched it. So, strong voice. It was just straight from his brain, apparently. So, whatever. Yeah. So that one. All right. The clip that they
2: showed for Rami Malek for Best Actor, he was Mouth- lip-syncing, lip-syncing. <laughs> that clip. Yeah, There were other scenes in Bohemian Rhapsody that they could have shown that were decent acting performances don't show freddie mercury's voice with a scene that anybody could do that
1: really bugged me they generally picked Uh, weird clips throughout they did yeah and that wasn't just for rami malek either it was for the lead in roma the woman who was nominated for best actress in roma they picked the clip at the beginning of the movie when she's lying on her back and she's like i wish Sometimes I am asleep or whatever. And she just says like three lines just lying on her back with her eyes closed. And I was like, this was the clip you picked to showcase
0: And the clip for Christian Bale is the very end of the movie. Yeah. Which seems like a weird... Super weird. Yeah. Weird move.
2: But the way that they presented the awards, it wasn't as fun as it was in years past. They used to do like... For best costume design they would show clips of like the sketches and the yeah. concepts that oh, came yeah. up with it and now it's just movie clips every time and they did it for screenplay too it used to show rough screenplays with scratched out words and different notes that the writer would put in and it just wasn't as appealing to watch this year as it has been mm-hmm. the ratings you worry about that like i'm sure abc is worried about it and that's why bohemian rhapsody this there was somehow a queen tie-in from the beginning to the commercial breaks because that's the movie that made money mm-hmm. so abc was thinking okay Let's capitalize on this. Hmm. Let's just drive Queen into everybody's brain today. And it was fun to have the original Queen members. I didn't get the Adam Lambert part of it. It seemed like a weird
0: (laughs) Yes, it was very weird. weird.
2: But I'm worried about that going forward, is that we're including movies that are supposed to be fun because I think Bohemian Rhapsody was meant to be a fun movie. I Mm -hmm. never thought of it as like, oh, this is going to contend for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys disagree, but it's like one of those movies that come out in April that you go see on a saturday and you're like great that was fun or it's like, on vh1
0: yeah, and you yeah, like watch
2: it for sure yep. but when you watch a movie like roma it's like okay this is a beautiful movie yeah and this is one that needs to be recognized with sundance at the oscars at any other film critic thing that was my takeaway from it and i'm worried about it going forward
0: i was very pleased to see alfonso Cuarón win best director because mm-hmm. i feel like roma was
1: beautifully yeah. directed mm-hmm.
0: And he's credited
1: with a lot of that
0: and cinematography because the cinematography was awesome.
1: You think that maybe he would have won for Best Picture, too?
0: You would think. You would think yeah. since it was the best picture on that list. <laughs> but what won?
1: Green Book. Green Book. We predicted it, though. We did predict that.
0: I know. I just held out hope that they would show me they were better than that. That is not a good movie. What so, a
1: strange choice. So why did it win? Is the Academy a bunch of old... Is it our parents? Maybe. And that's what I was thinking. I said, I think it's my parents and and their neighbors who voted this year. My
0: friend's dad is a cinematographer. So he is part of the Academy. Mm. And I've been texting her about this because we're both baffled Mm -hmm. that Green Book won. And she said, it's just a bunch of old guys who are making these decisions. And a movie like Green Book sits better with them than a movie like Roma. Mm. Which is such a shame. Yep. Yeah. So the, how do you change that?
1: Generation must die.
0: <laughs> Freaking baby boomers just ruin everything. <laughs> you know?
1: I don't know. And who are they doing it for? Because I swear, like, my parents every year, they're like, we didn't watch the Oscars because we don't like the films they showcase. And sure. we're like, well, Green Book won. You guys should be happy about that at least. Is no one happy with the Oscars?
0: Well, that's the thing. I'm like, they want to appeal to more people. So they tried to do that popular movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what I think. There are people who enjoy watching the Oscars. For me, it's my Super Bowl. I Mm -hmm. train all year for the Oscars. (laughs) Yeah, me too. There are people who roll their eyes about the Oscars. Sure. Put it on a streaming service that everybody who likes the Oscars can tune into when they want to. And kind of stay away from all of the naysayers. The people who just like popular movies don't have to watch it.
1: They can just make a new show for that.
0: Yeah, make it the People's people's Choice choice Awards. awards. Right. Or the MTV Forget Movie about Awards. Forget the ratings. Taking it yeah. off network television. Put it on Netflix. And then those of us who want to watch the four hour ceremony can watch the four <laughs> yeah. hour ceremony of the movies we actually think are good. Mm-hmm. And by we, I mean people who are into movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who enjoy movies. Who use every outing opportunity to see a movie. Sure. Am I wrong?
1: that's what sundance is for it's for people like that to go and enjoy movies in the snobbiest way they possibly can Ugh, i went to away sundance from the movie masses. this year that was what was it
0: <laughs> wolf hour
1: okay avoid it hmm. it's
0: just yeah i don't recommend it okay so anyway green book green book we're gonna be talking about that for a while mm-hmm. it's not gonna age well It's it's gonna age the way crash has aged Not well.
1: Yeah. Well, Crash was similarly panned by most people who take the Oscars semi-seriously when it got the award. So I don't
0: know. It's also racist.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hated that movie. (laughs) Do you guys think... All right. There's recency bias on Green Book, so maybe we need to take it out of the running. But what is the worst Best Picture nominee and or win that you can remember? I'm looking them up. I was just thinking that same thing.
0: Other than Green Book?
1: If you want to say Green Book, fine. But there's probably some recency bias there. So I'm curious, outside of this year, what do you think? Okay,
0: so we rewatched Titanic recently. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Woof. (laughs) You can't back on Titanic.
0: But Titanic holds such a special place in my heart that I don't know I can say. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Really? You
1: really hated it?
0: Watching it back? Yeah. You didn't think it was impressive? I was laughing. Well,
1: (laughs) Well, of course. See, that's that's a tough take because you have to remember.
0: The time. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: 1997. Yeah. We'd never seen anything that big before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So at the time, what James Cameron did with it was pretty innovative. Yeah. Was it a blockbuster flick? Was it really popcorn-y? Yeah, of course it was. But mm. I think it set the stage for Much a whole bigger. bunch of other bigger
0: yeah. movies later
1: yep. on. So I, I don't know. I don't really gripe with that one.
0: Mm. All right, that's fair. I
1: think the, the worst movie I can think of that I can ever remember getting nominated for Best Picture was The Blind Side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys watched that recently? <laughs> it is laugh out loud, hysterically awful. <laughs> Courage is a hard thing to figure <laughs> It is like Green Book on crack white savior complexes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the worst, because at least Green Book didn't have cheesy dialogue. Like, the writing was fine. I think the writing was you mostly know, you, fine. You know what? The
0: writing was fine. It was Vigo Mortensen's...
1: Yeah. Italian oh, I'm Italian. I'm Italian.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's a pizza. I'm going to fold it like a calzone.
1: So the blind side, though, the writers did not do the actors any favors and the actors did not do the writing any favors.
0: I just think that maybe for a while we should stop making movies about white people who solve racism. <laughs> I just
2: think. It's getting so tired.
0: I think that might be a good move on Hollywood's part. <laughs> I watched this video of this woman, she's a comedian and she did the character of wife whose Caucasian husband is solving racism. (laughs) And she does this thing, she's like, A brick came through our window last night. Luckily the girls were upstairs in bed. But you need to make a decision. And then later in the movie, she's like, It looks like you could use another pair of hands to help make those signs. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have seen that movie I want five this. million times. Five Wait, million times. Well, I need to find that one. I'll is, send it. To okay, you do again. send that
1: to me. I need that." In Nick, my life.
0: I feel like you found a really, really good one. The Artist. I never saw I The never Artist. Saw that oh, that
1: movie did not was
0: deserve the to win Best film? Picture. Yeah. So, yes. who's seeing that? Oh, so <laughs> That's why I
1: didn't see? Is it also black and white? Yes. yes. It's a black and white silent film
0: come on guys Oof. yeah
1: you know we we figured out how to do sound in movies <laughs> and color
0: <laughs> to be fair roma was black and white yeah,
1: yeah but, but at least I it was care. cool looking it yeah. was really cool looking <sighs> yeah
0: anyway sometimes the oscars get it right sometimes they get it very wrong they got I feel it wrong like, this year i feel like last night's ceremony was some of both the one that really yeah. mattered they really biffed it yep which
1: movie won the most awards was it roma Roma got. I feel like at Bohemian Rhapsody three. took home Bohemian a
0: Bohemian Rhapsody took home a lot. The favorite only took home one,
1: which is was a shame. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was a good one. It was a big one, but mm-hmm. still. Hmm. So mixed reactions there on the Academy Awards. I'm ready to move on to 2020. Woo!
2: There should be some good stuff. There should in be 2020. some good stuff
0: next week we'll be talking about the (laughs) melissa mccarthy movie can you ever forgive me tune in for that and remember to read us leave um, (laughs) i'm like olivia (laughs) coleman remember to leave us a good rating on wherever you listen to this podcast and we will see you next week